If you're a regular listener to the Copywriter Club podcast, you know that it's rare for us to have more than one guest on a single episode. But today we're going to do things a little differently. We've invited three different members of the current cohort of the Copywriter Accelerator to join us to talk about their experience in this transformative program. We'll let these copywriters introduce themselves in a moment. But first, let me just say, if you're tempted to skip this episode because you're not interested in this program, it could be worth giving it a quick listen because many of the takeaways they share about the changes they've made to their businesses apply to copywriting businesses at every single stage. And these writers are doing some pretty cool things in their businesses. You might be inspired by what they've done and maybe even borrow an idea or two for your own business. At this point in the program, we would usually say something like, this episode is brought to you by the Copywriter Accelerator. And then we would tell you all of the reasons why you should consider joining. We're not going to do that today other than to say that after listening to this episode, take a moment to visit the copywriteraccelerator.com and see what this program is all about and see for yourself whether or not it's something that you should consider for your business this year. So let's jump in with our guests. We are so excited today to be here with some of our Accelerator members, members who are currently in the program, which we're about to wrap up this month. And so before we dive into this conversation um, and ask you all a bunch of questions, can you take a minute to introduce yourself, all three of you, just share name, where you're located, your copywriting specialty, and then bonus points if you want to share a favorite movie or book. Optional. So why don't, Tori, why don't you kick this off? Hi, my name is Tori Autumn. I live in Washington, D.C., and I focus on launch copy and website copy for course creators and coaches. And my favorite book, I'm actually getting into that book, The 4,000 Weeks, right now. Um, it's scary to think of life like that, but it's also great to think of my time management. Yeah, such such a great book. I feel like when I hear 4,000 Weeks, it makes me think that we have more time than I thought. But <laughs> I'm like, wow, we have 4,000 Weeks. This is great. So much time available. Yeah, and, until you do the math, Kira, and I figure know. out that you've lived 2,000 of them. And now Rob, I didn't do the math. I didn't yeah. do the math. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. All right. Thanks, Tori. And Demetrius, can you introduce yourself? Yeah. So uh, I'm Demetrius. Uh, I'm from London. Um, I specialize in website and blog copy for retail tech businesses. And um, I read so much, but um, the last book that I just read was uh, Atomic Habits. And I literally read that in less than a day. It's such oh, a wow. good book. And I've just, <laughs> I've basically used it to kind of tone down my um my procrastination i have a, a penchant for procrastination sometimes so um habit stacking to get rid of the bad habits has been a really good thing for me in the last couple of weeks all right thanks demetrius and peter what about you so i'm peter o'brien day and i'm from newbury which is um, a little bit west of demetrius in the uk um, and i focus on um, helping entrepreneurs um, write nurturing copy for their businesses and help them build authentic relationships with their customers in the health and lifestyle space. Um, in terms of books, um, I've got a tiny person at home, so I haven't read a lot in a while. But I have just finished um, Catelyn Moran's More Than a Woman, uh, which is incredible. She's fabulous. She's so funny. And she writes um, about... Um, politics and social justice and feminism and all kinds of things um, and that book is about all the different things that we have to think about as women in the 21st century and how much we have going on um, and what we can maybe do to make it a bit easier all right well I am adding that to my list for sure Peter I need that one <laughs> you would definitely <laughs> love her she is fabulous all right. And so let's just kick off this conversation. You, you know, as I said, you're already in the accelerator program. Let's go back in time to when you initially joined uh, four months ago. Uh, I'm just curious to hear why you joined. Where was your business at the time when you joined? Uh, I'll go first. I think I, I just started, I think I was a year into uh, freelance copywriting and I just got to 
like a like a ceiling basically and I just didn't know where to go next to kind of like level up in terms of like my processes and uh, how to get more clients um, and I've been listening to the podcast for uh, about a year and I'd always wanted to join the accelerator but I think I missed the last one so I had to wait for the next one um, and joining the accelerator it's, it basically challenged me and how I how I've um, worked on my processes and it's um, allowed me to get a bit further than some of my uh, other freelance friends who have taken like three to five years to kind of get where I want to get. So I basically joined. So I kind of wanted to, instead of get five years to kind of um, better my, my, um, my business, uh, I'm going to get it down to like at least a year. That's awesome. How about you, Peter? When I heard about the accelerator, I had, I'd started out on Upwork um, and with my $35 blog posts um, and I'd managed to work my way up to um, having some own clients that I'd cold pitched. Um, but it was in dribs and drabs and um, I kind of, similar to Demetrius, I kind of wanted to fast track things, um, but I didn't have a huge amount of time. Um, I had a little girl at home, still do, and um, had only about 15 hours a week to do kind of the training or any courses I wanted to do and my actual client work. So I wanted to find, um, I wanted to find something that was accessible, um, that was um, kind of easy to digest, but that gave me like massive amounts of value. Um, and uh, I knew that in January, um, I was going to have a lot more time because my little girl was going to nursery. Um, and I kind of wanted my business to be, to have all the background stuff ready to go, the processes, the kind of the the niche, the branding, everything ready to kind of hit the ground running in January and um, and kind of really make things explode. Well, I'm a little bit shocked that you're making me think back in 2021, but <laughs> but no, um, I started because I very much felt like an order taker when I read about the sales emails and the sales page for. The accelerator, it really put words to what I was currently going through, just feeling like I had to um, settle for low budget copywriting projects. And it was mainly because I felt like I needed to prove myself in the copywriting industry with lots of different projects and also not really knowing what to charge. So I, my biggest goal was knowing what, how to describe myself as a copywriter what type of niche I want to go and also blend it with the other part of my business, which is self-love coaching. So that, that also involved the brand messaging and how to price my packages and how to work through my own processes. So as I listen to you guys talk about it, there's a couple of themes already that seem to be coming out of, you know, the reasons why you joined one of them. I, Tori and Peter, you both mentioned low budget projects and trying to get away from those Maybe could you talk a little bit about how the what you've learned in the accelerator has helped you think about your pricing and either raise it or help you you know make plans to increase your prices so that you're not stuck with those thirty five dollar blog posts or the low budget projects. <laughs> sure, uh, so much. Um, obviously, there's a module on pricing, and so um, you get the chance to think about. Um, Kind of the value of what you're bringing and um, and how you can um, how you can organize your um, your packages and the, your services to um, to kind of make it to show the value that you're bringing. Um, but the biggest thing to me was the mindset module on that and um, the encouragement and the kind of um, the push to make your business to realize that your business is actually a business. Um, and that you're not just um, a little freelancer surfing the job boards, um, writing a few words and sending them to people. Like you are a real business and you are a real business owner and you have skills and talents and the work that you send your clients and the partnership that you have with them has massive value. Um, and that gave me a lot of confidence to um, to kind of put my neck out and, um, and ask for um, for more money, essentially. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Tori? How has it made you rethink your prices? Yeah. So I, similar to Peter, I, I really struggle with the pricing because of the mindset. And so the mindset module was helpful, but also 
I also realized how much I wasn't giving myself permission to charge what I wanted to charge. I thought that if I wanted to charge $5,000 for a launch copy, I have to have certain type of clients or a certain amount of years under my belt. But it really, with the pricing module, it, those things really didn't matter. It's just, it, it's just um, it's about finding the right clients and not also not having to explain myself and what I do so much. I realized right away with my pricing, oh, if I'm having to prove that copywriting is great for your business, you're probably not the right client. You're probably not going to see the value of charging these prices. So I think that that really was a big paradigm shift for me, knowing that you can charge whatever you want and those clients can find you and not that I at your prices. And maybe we can make this actionable for anyone listening too, because we're talking about mindset and mindset can feel so big. And um, so is there one step or anything that you would share with anyone listening who's struggling and does feel like that struggling freelancer and does not feel even close to that business owner? Um, One thing they could do today or this week. I think for me, it would be when we're when we're copy, doing copywriting for clients, we are told to lead with the benefit. Um, but I think we rarely do that when we're trying to get clients ourselves. And I think that um, one of the things that helped me um, at the beginning was to go through just on a piece on a piece of paper by myself the benefit that I was bringing to my clients before I pitched them, and then I was able to go to them and say, "Not these are the deliverables, and this is how much I want you to pay me," but this is the benefit that you are going to get out of working with me as a partner. What about you, Demetrius? Is there anything that you would recommend as a, to shift that mindset? Again, uh, I think I'd mirror what Peter says, as Peter says as well, because I would also explain the benefits, but also explain the value as well in relation to the client specifically, the value and the benefit. So another theme that I kind of picked up on as you guys were talking about the reasons why you wanted to join the accelerator was this idea of um, speeding up your progress. Uh, Demetrius, I think you specifically said, you know, you're in a place um, in your business where other people are are just arriving at after three to five years and you're shortcutting the process. Peter, you said something similar. Um, Talk a little bit about that too. What specifically have you done that has helped you shortcut all of that time out of creating a business that's working for you? I think for me, it was uh, honing in on my niche. Uh, prior to the accelerator, I was just uh, um, just doing uh, web copy, blog copy, emails, product descriptions, kind of like a broad spectrum of copywriting. But for but when I'm when I focused on on my niche, which is for like, retail tech clients. And um, using my skill sets in digital marketing, specifically SEO, um, it really it, it really helped me honing onto the broad spectrum of clients that I could get um, to help me increase my price. And also uh, knuckling down on certain processes as well. So um, instead of just cold calling uh, blanket emails to a, a, li- a list of clients. I've now kind of put some structure in how I cold, cold call to clients. So I've got, um, I've got quite a big uh, database of clients that I want to pitch. And it's just taking the time to go through some of these clients in a bit more detail, kind of looking at their websites, looking at what they need, how much value I can bring to them and kind of like crafting uh tailored emails to to each of these clients to cold pitch and it's really helped me in in getting leads so uh just before christmas i every day for about a week and a half i sent about 10 to 20 emails uh from my list um and i had a um a sequence as well of about three to five sequence, um, three to five emails within the sequence. And I managed to get about four calls and I got two leads, two, two, four leads and I, I managed to bag uh, two clients as well. And those were my first high paying clients as well. Well done, nicely, yeah, yeah, good, good progress. How about you, Peter? Um, what have you been able to cut out of that development process? 
So I think partly for me, it was the permission to spend time on my business. So um, life's busy um, and just with being a copywriter, the focus is often on doing client work and um, kind of just keeping things ticking over. But having signed up to the accelerator, um, it gave me permission and a little bit of a push to kind of spend time and brain power on my business to carve out like a, a couple of hours a week um, because you've made the investment, the resources are there um, and you have to justify taking time away from client work for a little while to do it now because otherwise like the time's gone. Like having having you and Kira and having um, a massive amount of other um, accelerated members to bounce ideas off of, it's not going to be there forever. So you have to, like it was that push to kind of do it now. Otherwise, I think probably um, I would have done similar things in bits and pieces like over the next couple of years. Um, and it would have taken, yeah, it would have taken a lot longer and not been as effective, I think. What about for you, Tori? Yeah, for me, I struggled with dealing with the different, wearing the different hats in my business. And so I, for the most part of my being a copywriter, I was just the copywriter. I wasn't really the CEO or managing the bookkeeping effectively. So um, within this program, within my copy crew, I ended up hiring a virtual assistant. I got an accountant, got a graphic designer. Things start really turning his wheel so that I can focus on not just the copywriting, but the overall marketing strategy and actually set aside a time each week in blocks to work on my business was the biggest uh, benefit for me. And also the community of people. It's something about having accountability partners that really helps keep people, people on task and keep the big picture and the vision ahead. And so this this was also the other biggest reason I joined because I wanted to find other copywriters who are in similar stages of me, but want to go big with their business. Yeah. I definitely want to talk about the time, you know, time you all have invested in the program and the accountability that's baked into it. But first let's, let's talk about what has surprised you the most as you jumped in. Um, you know, we, we've all enrolled in different courses and programs and um, you jump in and you're like, oh, I was not expecting that um, for good and for bad. So was there anything in particular that stood out to you as a surprise in this program? For me, it was the community and collaborative nature of the Accelerator, because I'd been in um, other programs before, but it was very much, welcome to this program, here's your video, here's your um, here's your project to do, submit it. You get um, graded and marked and here's some development areas. But in the Accelerator, it was very much, hey everyone, here's this group of people that are on the, the same the same kind of mindset and how their businesses are and how they want them to grow. Um, and we're gonna work together kind of like as a, like a mini community and we're gonna all work with each other and collaborate to kind of reach our goals at the end of the, at the, end of the program. And I, and I was really, I was, not only was really surprised about it, it was one of my uh, favorite things about the program as well. Yeah, definitely. I think the, um, the access that we got to other people's perspectives and other people's advice was just incredible. Um, and the amount of access that we got to um, to you and um, and Rob, just to be able to ask you questions and to get feedback and critique on our copy, um, the amount of kind of face to face live calls that we got was amazing. Because, like Demetrius said, there are lots of courses where you kind of just you sign up and there might be a quick chat, but then there's a lot of videos and everything's everything's virtual in a in a pretty faceless sense. But this, yeah, this felt like a proper community. Um, weirdly, I was also surprised that there were more than like two English people in the program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were, there were, there were like four, five. There are a good amount. Yeah, There's about five, six of yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, we got like a little like enclave going on. It's cool. Um, <laughs> but no, that was that was a big surprise, and it was really nice because so much of the copywriting world that I've checked into. Um, in the last couple of years has been over in the States, which is fine. Um, and you're all very, very lovely, but it's quite nice to know. You are. No, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you're not quite as <laughs> reserved as we are. Um, but it's nice to know that 
yeah, the, the, there are other people um, in my country that I could, like, I don't know, jump in a car and go and have coffee with, which we're going to do at some point. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you all have hung out yet, if you made that meetup happen. Uh, no, not yet. There's been a bit of, yeah, a bit of a pandemic going on. <laughs> right, that, that thing. That thing is happening still. Uh, Tori, any surprises for you? Yeah, I would say having a lot of challenges and, and wins in common with these group of copywriters. And also, I think a lot of us who suffer from comparisonitis tend to put other copywriters on pedestals because of their um, clientele or how much they make. But I found myself really admiring my peers, really admiring um, their courage with their challenges and how they show up in their business and how they push the envelope. So I've actually found a group of people who are who I aspire to be and who are have similar niches as me. Tori, you mentioned, you know, being able to share wins. I'm curious, you know, from the three of you, what are the big wins that you that you had throughout this program? Maybe starting with you, Tori, you know, what what is the big thing that you've walked away uh, as you graduate and in the biggest change that you've made in your business? Yeah, starting before I felt ready. I started pitching my dream clients and um, I got a couple of yeses from that and also figuring out my niche in terms of where's that intersection lie between self-love coaching and conversion copywriting. So I'm really excited about that. I would say, yeah, I would say those are the the top two. Uh, Demetrius, you mentioned you've landed a couple of big clients. Uh, Any other wins? Even though I've man- managed to land some big clients, I think the biggest one for me is kind of my, my, my increase in confidence. I think my confidence is supercharged. Um, I think I mentioned to you guys before that my just working in the, the retail and fashion industry, my confidence was kind of knocked down a bit. And uh, I think I've had issues of imposter syndrome, but because I've been able to kind of really identify my values, my values and my skill set and kind of been able to communicate how valuable I am to clients it's really like boosted my confidence so much and I think personally I don't think you can put a price on that yeah for sure how about you Peter yeah Kira saying that the sales page that I wrote for a client was good I think I floated around on cloud nine for a week <laughs> after that one I was like oh my word <laughs> um, it was it was great <laughs> thank you um but apart from that um similar to Demetrius in terms of of confidence but um but specifically making my business feel like a business off, off the back of the assignments. So streamlining my processes, kind of making myself feel like I actually know what I'm doing. Um, but in a way that I've always been really, um, really worried that to be taken seriously, I have to not be myself. Um, and I quite like being myself. So it's been really lovely to um, to build this kind of professional business that is a proper business that I can be myself in. Like when we've, because we've talked about branding and we've talked about positioning and, and niching and all of it has been kind of focused on, um, yeah, being you, being an individual and, and what you specifically bring to the table that, that nobody else can can bring. So like, yeah, finding your weird and you mentioned a handful of the modules that we dig into in the program. I'm just curious, you know, what was your favorite module? If you all don't mind sharing, like what was your favorite module and why was it that particular module? I really, really liked the branding module. It felt a little bit like therapy. <laughs> That's what we wanted. That's Excellent. exactly what we wanted. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it kind of felt like, yeah, digging into things that, um, that I wasn't even sure that I knew about myself. Um, and yeah, and like I said, kind of being able to bring that into my business. So no, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I would say the branding module as well. Um, I, I enjoyed thinking about what would I look like on 11 versus being very quiet and introverted. And also the last module of putting yourself out there, that visibility piece was was very helpful for me in terms of thinking about, okay, which ways do I want to market myself? Which which way feels attainable for me? And which way is also pushing the edge for me to get out there? So yeah, those are my two. For me, would be the, the first module, which is the mindset, because it, it kind of laid the foundation of 
not only how the accelerator program would be, but also how like my business would be as well. Like once I've nailed down my my mindset and how I work, then then my business is kind of on a, a great solid foundation. And also uh, finding my niche. I never I never in my wildest dreams thought that I would be focused on such a um, such a unique niche in terms of like retail tech and it's just literally opened up a whole host of different types of clients that I could work that I could work with and each client is different which is what I kind of like and I'm not really into like doing working with the same sorts of clients over and over again I like variety and there's like so much variety in this niche and I've got and I'm super happy about that. Yeah, one of the modules that we teach is all about creating a package that you know is uh, specifically targeted to your ideal client. Uh, as you guys work through that module, tell us a little bit about you know one of the packages that you've created. And I know you know, we're just coming out of the accelerator, so you probably haven't sold a lot of them. Um, but just you know, talk a little bit about that process as well. Tori, what did you build? I created the launch recipe, which has a, it has a couple of things. So it has the research, which is the voice of customer interviews, and also just some customer research. Um, and also includes webinar invites, show ups and promo emails and sales page. And I, it's the name is also similar to my coaching program, the self love recipe, but I, I like that because I'm a big foodie. So it helps with my brand positioning, like also wanted to promote food in my brand, but also be that go-to package for anything that's that's launch copy for course creators. And that was challenging only because I got overwhelmed with the so many options that I can put into that package and how to price it. But I've I'm right now at $5,000 with that, which sounds like a scary price for me, but it also sounds like a good price. So part of that module helped me with understanding for myself, at least, what is a good price that I can charge, but what is a great price that I would really want to charge. And um, so that's the main package that I put together. Yeah, I love that. Um, Retail tech sounds like an interesting niche, Demetrius. What kind of a package appeals to that that clientele? So I I mainly focus on um I focus on like kind of like bolstering uh, my clients' uh, online visibility uh, through organic search. So I mainly focus on web copy and blog copy and uh, content and SEO marketing. So my packages are kind of split into tiers. Uh, and my signature package um, focuses on uh, landing pages and blog pages, like a set amount of blog pages and uh, landing pages and home pages. And uh, it's also baked in with that. There is a content uh, marketing audit, and then there's a, a detailed SEO audit as well. So I, I kind of. Uh, log into their Google Analytics and their Search Console and I kind of dig deep into kind of like how their website is performing and kind of look at key areas and how uh, I can uh, optimize and improve it. And, and I also include a, a detailed uh, next steps as well with SEO and content audits. Peter, how have your packages changed? So I have gone all in with um, with <laughs> with the youth work theme. So before I was a copywriter, I was a youth worker for 15 years. Um, and my new brand takes um, takes all the listening um, and kind of empathizing skills that I learn as a youth worker um, and uses them to um, to build relationships between businesses and customers. So my package is the tuck shop brand experience lots of very inviting pictures of um of sweets on my on my page um it's focused on entrepreneurs who um have built a successful business um but they're still doing everything themselves um and they want to they want to start handing things over but that's quite difficult to do if they've not spent that much time thinking about their brand voice um what makes them unique um and how somebody else could kind of write in a way that they write um, so my package starts with a brand discovery call, 
um, to dive right deep into kind of who they are. Um, then they get a brand communication guide um, that, um, that kind of covers their target audience, um, how they think, what they like, um, what the industry is all about, um, pulls it into a guide on how they talk that they can hand over to, um, to any contractors or freelancers that they want to work with um, going forward. I write them a brand story. So I take all that information and craft it into a really compelling about page. Um, that helps them sell that story and build that connection with their audience. Um, and then I start off the process of um, helping them communicate with their audience with um, two blog posts and um, and two email newsletters um, to kind of yeah build those connections. Um, and it is $2,750. And um, uh, yeah, it's it's quite exciting. But the packaging module was a little bit terrifying. <laughs> can you can you elaborate why why was it terrifying um well once once I got it all written down um it like it it was fine but I think getting to that point I wasn't sure that um I think it was a confidence thing I wasn't sure that I could that I could bring enough value to the table to kind of put it into an actual package um, but talking through the process with you guys and going through um, and going through the module blueprint um, helped me pull together all the value that I do actually bring to clients and um, and the unique ways that I work, the frameworks that I have, um, and yeah, really helped me to put together something that I think is um, is really helpful for my clients um, and brings an awful lot of value. But yeah, it was um, it was quite scary. So we get a lot of questions about time and how much time it takes to participate in the accelerator to actually get any results. And this is something that is different for everyone, but I'm just, I'd love to hear from all of you, you know, what did your time look like each week or how did you even set it up so that you had the time to focus on your business development? Who wants to kick it off? I'll start. So I initially had a four hour block for on Mondays to devote to this program and also my business. And some weeks that worked, some weeks that didn't work. But what I found was helpful for me was going with what time of the day or week really works for me. So it was a lot of late night writing, late night thinking, because through this program, I realized like I'm, I'm nocturnal. <laughs> no, I just really like <laughs> I just really like working at night and it, it's where my creative juices really flow. So I did a lot of working at in about maybe two to three hours a week with the program. And some weeks I skipped, which, which I didn't beat myself up on because I know that I could just catch up. It wasn't super time consuming, but it did help with, it was a lot of critical thinking and also but the biggest part for me was also creating time to implement what I learned. Like now I have the the questions answered and I turn into homework, then what? So I had to, during my night hours, find out times when I can actually make those small tweaks on my website, update my social media or update my packages and process and, and really how I'm going to now with the new knowledge and value of myself that I know. How am I going to present that to prospective clients? So it was part actually doing the work, but now in implementing it that gave me about two to four hours a week with this program. I think I'm kind of the opposite of, of Tori. I, I'm very much a, a morning person and I really love having structure in my day. So I think in I think in module one, actually, when we're talking about mindset, I just basically blocked my whole calendar for the week. And most of the time that I focus on the accelerator was uh, first thing in the morning or uh, an hour or two uh, during lunchtime. And it, by, by doing that, I was able to like, take a good chunk of, of time throughout the week to actually focus on, on the accelerator. And by doing that I've now actually implemented that sort of like calendar structure into into my working day as well for my business. What worked for you Peter? You probably don't want to know my answer I am not the perfect student when it comes to this kind of thing um, I've got two kids at home and um, my sister-in-law came to look after my daughter for a day and a half a week 
Um, so with that and nap times, that is my time for client work and anything else that I want to do. So I listened to quite a lot of the accelerator videos whilst cooking dinner. Um, there is now quite a lot of like tomato sauce on my laptop screen, um, <laughs> which I hope won't do it too much damage. Um, basically, as much as I would love to have been able to um, to block out time um, and kind of, yeah, and be really, really um, intentional about it, far too much of it was on the fly for my liking. Um, there were a lot of late night um, uh, kind of website update sessions. Um, I did a lot of the blueprints whilst making sure that my daughter didn't spill hummus all over herself. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Um, I made it work. Like I handed everything in on time. Um, I I probably did spend about three hours, three to four hours a week on um, doing all the blueprints and the modules and making the changes. Um, it was just in much smaller chunks and much less organized. <laughs> I mean, I know you said we wouldn't want to hear that answer, but <laughs> I actually love that answer because it's it's very real and it shows that even if you know you don't have a, a ton of time to dedicate to a program like the Accelerator, you can still carve it out in small chunks and make it work. So uh, I've been impressed what you've accomplished, and just hearing how you've accomplished it, um, it makes it even more impressive to me. <laughs> I, I like that. Thank you. So uh, another thing that we talk about in the Accelerator is branding. Obviously, you know creating a brand is literally a lifelong process. Brands change over time and they evolve. And so the the time that we spend in the accelerator talking about that is pretty shortened, but we try to give you some things to think about. And I'm curious what each of you will be doing as you move forward with your brands. Where uh, are you taking them? You know, are you going to be doing some unique photos? Is there a theme that you're thinking about? Peta, I think you mentioned that you liked that module maybe we could start with you, you know, where does your brand go from here? Sure. Um, so yeah, like I mentioned, I'm really, um, I'm really hanging on to the whole kind of youth work, um, vibe, uh, and kind of relationship building, um, sitting down on a sofa, drinking coffee and like, yeah, eating lots of sweets at the tuck shop, which might be a British thing, come to think of it. Um, but <laughs> I don't know, do you guys have tuck shops at youth clubs? I don't know what that is. Yeah, I, that that might just be a, a me thing. I might need to work on that for the um, for the American market then. But anyway, um, <laughs> so I am I'm planning a brand photo shoot um, at the end of January. Um, I've also I've got a friend who um, who is incredibly good at graphics, and um, I have come to realise that as much as I can see in my head what I want on the screen for my website, I can't make it. So um, so I'm gonna um, gonna get him to come and help me create something that that kind of feels like me in terms of design um as well as tone um it's i'm happy with my brand and how it sounds in terms of tone of voice it sounds like me it's authentic um it kind of gives across my kind of vibe um and the way that i want to want to work with clients but um but i think my task for um for the next couple of months is to is to kind of take it up a notch visually um and work on things like um, getting my um, getting my framework out there. So I've got a framework that's inspired by my um, by my youth work experience, and um, the plan is to um, yeah to kind of talk on talk about that on podcasts and um, and do some guest blogging and um, yeah kind of up the visibility of my brand of my brand that way. I like it. How about you, Tori? I want to do a photo shoot probably in March around my birthday uh, with lots of food and something with a self-love brand with it as well. And one thing that stood out to me in the program that helped me with understanding how I want to present my brand or more so position my brand is when Kira talked about how you can niche yourself through your values as well. That became like such a big pivotal moment for me in terms of understanding what are the type of clients I want to work with and how much can I express myself in my brand and in my messaging with my core values. So I want to uh, talk about how I'm very feminist and very into wellness brands and self-love. And I'm a big foodie and a big nerd. I, I like knowing that I can give myself permission and in terms of having a lot of fun with, with my brand, because 
we all started our businesses for various reasons, but one is because we can truly do what we want with it. And yeah. And Demetrius, how has the accelerator helped you rethink your brand? It's really uh, enabled me to kind of, again, like Tori said, like my own, marry my own personal values with my brand. And I'm very big on um, like personal connections and building trust. And I've realized that a lot of my uh, retail technology clients are the same. Uh, they're, they're very much about um, making connections, especially when it comes to the technology that they make, because uh, their technology is going to be in retail stores, whether it's uh, uh, a holographic mirror that helps uh, customers pick the right size for their clothes to uh, like a Wi-Fi payment system within their store. It's all about that human connection with the retailer. So I'm working on kind of like mirroring um, like connections and building partnerships and trust within my brand. And I have a friend who's a graphic designer. And I think I think Peter said the same thing about not being kind of like graphic design uh, profession. I'm like, I know bits of it, but I'd rather have a professional to come and work on that with me. So I'm going to work with her to kind of build a, a good concept for that. We touched on accountability and community earlier in this conversation. I just want to circle back to that and find out um, if anyone's open to sharing how we helped build that community and facilitate that connection with other copywriters in this program. Because again, I know community is something that we all talk about and how important it is. But how, did, how does it actually happen and how did it happen in this program? I think one of the best things about what happened with the Accelerator was that you guys are just like, just go and speak to each other. Just like schedule 15 minutes and just everyone just, just have a chat with each other, introduce yourselves. And for me, uh, as, much as, I, as much as I'm about like connections, uh, I, I'm not very good at kind of like meeting people for the first time. So like shoving, shoving us in the deep end it kind of really like, opened us up and we kind of felt, some of us felt like we'd known each other for, for ages. So just just putting ourselves out there and uh, being really collaborative within like the first module was just really great for me. I like that. We, we threw you in the deep end. That's a, <laughs> yeah. well, well put. <laughs> oh my goodness. The meeting greets were terrifying. Um, but they were fabulous, like getting to know so many different people. And also for me, because I was time starved, um, the permission to keep them to 15 minutes was really, really helpful because um, it would have been lovely to spend hours like chatting to everybody. But knowing that you could say at the end of 15 minutes, um, like, I, yeah, I need to go and talk to eight other people now this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I've managed, I mean, I haven't managed to circle back to everybody that I'd like to, but like I've managed to schedule like longer calls with people through the course and um, and catch up with people at different times. So my daughter was awake at 1am the other night, um, but Lindsay was awake um, because she was in America. So um, I chatted with her on Instagram for a while while I was trying to get my daughter back to sleep. Um, but I think one of the things that, um, that was really that really kind of like built community for me was um, with the the coaching calls, the Q and A calls, um, the fact that you guys give us so much time to um, to present our wins and our struggles and ask our questions, and I felt like I got to know so much about so many different people through those calls, um, and to kind of to tap into what they were doing with their with their businesses um, and how they were struggling and and get to know kind of who they were as people. And when you paired that with um, with modules, a uh, module blueprints like the branding one, um, so like I now know what type of bird everybody thinks that they would be, um, which was actually a lot more insightful than it sounds. <laughs> that is important to know, right? It's important it to know was, that. definitely. Um, and I found lots of other people who, if they were animals, would be wolves. So I'm thinking of starting a pack. Um, so yeah, no, those kind of, those kind of little touches were um, were really great for me. Yeah, hearing you talk about the meet and greet, um, it's funny you know to watch people as we talk about that. And there's probably about a quarter to a third of people who sort of you have that fear in the eyes, right? It's like, oh my gosh, what, what, how am I going to do this? And yet at the end, almost every single person is like, this is the best thing uh, out of out of the accelerator, um, just because you get to know so many other copywriters that can support you in your business as you continue to grow. 
Okay, so one last question from me. Uh, I'm Kira may have a couple more questions, but I'm curious. You know, you guys have gone through it. Um, you've you finished up all eight modules. The only thing we have left is uh, you know our graduation call. But if you were talking to somebody who's thinking, okay, I've been thinking about this for a while, or maybe they missed out, you know, like you mentioned, Demetrius, on the last time, they're like, for sure, I'm getting in on the next time. What advice would you give to them as they're thinking about, okay, should I, shouldn't I, you know, or maybe a reason why they should think about seriously joining uh, the, the Copywriter Accelerator? Tori, let's start with you. Well, there, there are lots of great reasons. The first one, if you want, if you want to just be a, a freelance copywriter who works for other people, then be, be that. But if you actually want a sustainable business and actually feel like you're a CEO and that you can grow and, and have leverage to do uh, lots of other big dreams, then join this. The other thing was um, going back to the community piece, the copy crew was extremely helpful for me, Not not just because of they, are my, they were my peers and we get to talk about our challenges and wins and, and things that we have in common, but also being able to have someone critique your work and critique your copy and give great feedback other than Rob and Kara or other than other copywriter mentors that you look up to it was is really beneficial. And it helped me because it, it helped me look at people differently and look at us as a community versus like, oh, I, I can only go to this person because they're in that mentor space. We all became mentors to each other. And I felt like that was very critical on how I looked at my business, how much value I brought to the table and how I want to move forward with with my niche in launch copy. Demetrius? Not only the, the boost of confidence that I mentioned before, but I was really able to hone in on my on my skill set and my and what value I provide for my clients because I never really I never really showcased that at all prior to the accelerator, and I re- I was really able to to leverage that to increase my rates, and I definitely wouldn't have accre- increased my rates to the point that they are now without the accelerator program, um, and I've met some I've met some friends along the way. I mean, like Peter and I are in uh, a copy group in Slack, and everyone in that copy group is uh, now we're now in a, a WhatsApp group together, and we're just gonna continue our accountability group after the program as well so yeah it's just been it's just been a really really valuable experience so I would say that yeah you just got to jump like doing anything big um, with your business is is scary but um with the accelerator you've got a roadmap to take you from kind of floundering around in the dark to success um, and that's ridiculously valuable, not just in terms of money, but in terms of mindset and confidence and connections, all the things that we've talked about in this chat. And like Tori said, having different um, different people um, in the group with you mean that you have so many different perspectives. Um, everybody comes from a different place. Everybody's had different experiences um, and everybody's got particular specialisms and skill sets um, and the ability to tap into those um to to kind of find answers to struggles that you're having with your business um and the ability to to kind of work with with two experts who have done this before they know what works and um yeah they put you in the right direction is yeah it's priceless we're gonna do a lightning round so just you know relatively (laughs) short answers which is hard for us to do uh so (laughs) last question for all three of you uh what are you most excited about uh, about your business in 2022? What excites you the most? Uh, Tori, can you kick it off? That most of my business growth will be my personal growth as well. Demetrius? I think the same as Tori. For, for me, it, it's, it's growth. It's business growth and personal growth. Me, having the time um, this year to put into practice all the incredible things that I've learned. Um, yeah, that's what most excites me. Yeah, well... You let, I mean, thanks to you guys, Peta, Tori, Demetrius, for uh, joining us just to talk about your experience and also for you know, showing up and doing so much work in the Accelerator community. We are thrilled by the success that we've seen you guys, uh, that you've had so far, and are really looking forward to seeing what you do with your businesses in the coming year. The foundation that you've laid through the Accelerator, you guys are completely set up for success. And so we're really excited to see where that goes. 
thanks for joining us on the podcast. We really appreciate it. And um, quickly, maybe this would be the lightning round quickly. Um, if somebody wants to connect with you guys one-on-one, give us your, your web address or your Instagram, wherever the best place is to reach out uh, to each of you. Peter, Tori, Demetrius. Uh, so I am on wordsbypeter.com. So it's Peter, P-E-T-A. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at allwordsbypeter.com because somebody very annoying took um, the first one. <laughs> nice, Tori. <laughs> you can find me at heytoriautumn.com and on Instagram at toriautumncoaching. Uh, you can find me at demetrius-williams.com. And you can also find me on Twitter uh, at Copy by Demetrius. All right, guys. Thanks so much. We really appreciate uh, the feedback and, and what you've shared. That's the end of this episode of the Copywriter Club podcast. The intro music was composed by copywriter and songwriter Addison Rice. The outro was composed by copywriter and songwriter David Muntner. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please visit Apple Podcasts to leave your review of the show. We like four and five star reviews and it helps other people find this show. And if you're ready to invest in yourself and your copywriting business and lay the foundation for a successful 2022, visit thecopywriteraccelerator.com or share that URL with a copywriter you know who could use a program like the Accelerator. Copywriters coming together to help the world write better, copy and make more money. Kira and Rob's Copywriters Club.